Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Rusty Quill presents. Hey everyone, Alexi Talanda here, and welcome to our bonus content as we work on putting Ostium Season 6 together. We're continuing with our Behind the Ostium series as we go in-depth with the making and discussion of how each episode of Ostium came to be, as well as much more. I am joined by Dwayne Farver, a big fan of the show and creator of the spin-off podcast Manifestations. If you enjoy the Behind the Ostium series, you can get full access to over 50 episodes right now by supporting Team Ostium on Patreon at patreon.com slash ostiumpodcast. You'll also get access to a bunch of other bonus content on there too. Once again, that's patreon.com slash ostiumpodcast. We'll continue working on getting Ostium Season 6 ready for release in 2022, but for now, sit back and enjoy another episode of Behind the Ostium. Okay, on to our finale, episode 20, Once More with Feeling, um, which is a reference to the Buffy musical episode, but also just um, because of what was happening. Um, 
as I was getting towards the end of the season, I knew I wanted to play around with the Groundhog Day trope that's been done a lot in um, speculative fiction in various ways. And so I figured out the, what I'd get to. I'd get to some point there where one of these places that Jake and Monica had been to would just start repeating over and over or something like that. Um, but as I started writing the episode, it turned into something different um, where Jake went back to that first place the, um, let me reference it again now, the skull cult right at the beginning. Um, and in my mind, I thought that was going to repeat over and over, but it changed as events happened in that. And Jake went on to the next door. And then I realized, Oh, he's going to the next place from our next episode, um, with the Anjikuni in the Arctic. Um, and as I continued on and on, it just made me realize that I wasn't doing a Groundhog Day episode. I was doing an on Steam episode that was perhaps borrowing a little from that trope, but also doing something new um, that was Jake participating, but also viewing kind of what had been going on with each place they'd been going to, seeing what Monica had been doing to him um, and what the whole kind of picture was. And then getting to see that build up through each episode um, and finally realized that he needed to do something towards the end to try and fix this. Um, because it, again, was kind of playing on that Groundhog Day trope and in all likelihood, if he'd done nothing towards the end when he got to the final part again, um, it very likely would have just started over again and kept him in this kind of trapped loop until he resolved what needed to be resolved. Um, I did have fun with having Jake tired and had to do new things in the places he already visited because now he knew that um, both his, the copy of himself and Monica would be there at some point or already there or coming there at some point and he had to make sure he wasn't discovered because um, while we haven't explored the full extent yet of um, a character confronting a copy of himself, as we know from other time travel shows, it's a bad thing. Paradoxes and all that. <laughs> uh, and so I had fun with coming up with ways for, for Jake kind of to hide, to use um, kind of uh, props in the world, parts of the world, of the places he was in, to kind of use that. So that way it was um, fun to just see him do that, try to do something different, but also to get a new aspect of the world what a place he was on that you hadn't necessarily seen before in the previous episode of that place. I, I did uh, like how that he could see from a different perspective, what was going mm -hmm. on and right. he saw things that they both missed. Right. The first mm -hmm. time. Um, and then there's also a reference in there when they're in the, um, the land of the Anasazi too, where he sees um, another character and that again gets resolved in the, um, Emu, Enigmatic Mysteries of the Unknown storyline, which explained, again, one of those things I felt just natural putting that in there to add a complexity to the episode, but then realizing later on when I got to a certain point with Emu and stuff, realizing, oh, that's why that linked up and that's why that happened there and kind of making all stuff fitted together. Um, I knew it was going to be a long episode, but not as long as it turned out to be. Um, the final script was 
7,700 words long, and the episode with everything in it, intro and outro, ended up being over an hour, which was a new record for Austin. I'm proud of that. <laughs> um, and I definitely want to end with a really big cliffhanger, bigger than the previous season, and something that seemed like it might have been something that couldn't come back from. It might have been the end of something. Um, I had fun again, Chris did all the music for this season, but just using a piece of music. And then as the end, when um, Jake confronts Monica, and then they have this moment where he has to sacrifice himself, he realizes to save the copy of himself and Monica, um, that you have this switch of POV as Jake goes, and then you have just Monica there seeing the, the nothingness of where Jake used to be. And then just letting the music, Chris's music, just kind of play out for a few minutes. Um, really felt, I think, hit the moment that I wanted to reach and hit correctly and with the right um, emotional cadence and kind of make the listener realize this might be the end of something and there might be no coming back from this. I, I know that when I listened to it, it was, I had no idea where season three mm -hmm. would go. Um, you know, like would Jake even be a character that we could know about? Right. Uh, and I did. And one of the notes I do have is that the I wrote down the paradox is the solution. Mm -hmm. The the right. fact that Jake realizes what's going on. The Jake thing that he's basically the thing yeah. that he's been avoiding through each world. He now realizes he has to do to yes. to keep avoiding it and fix things. And and of course we we do get the <clears throat> the information from Monica that Steve is her son. Right. And that was the, so, again, that was the, I had no idea. I knew what, you know, Monica had something and building on and on and that. And what, it, I didn't actually know what it was until I literally typed out the words where she's yelling, he's my son. I had to, whatever. And it's like, oh, okay. Oh shit. That's a big deal. <laughs> and as a, as a father, it's one of those things like, oh yeah, I could get, I get that actually now because that's something you just automatically will sacrifice yourself for that question for your, your offspring. And, and I, I do agree the, I, I listened to the episode again before tonight mm -hmm. and the music at the end does fit. It, it really, mm -hmm. it, it ends the, the episode nicely and it ends yeah. the season nicely, but it ends it in such a way that does make you think, is that the end? What, right. what, <laughs> what is, what's coming up? If we got canceled, it would have been okay. <laughs> Right. Good. I'm glad it wasn't just me. <laughs> oh, no, it works well. Mm -hmm. the, um... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
plushcare.com slash weight loss. Obviously dealing with time travel, the paradoxes are going to come up eventually. Yeah. Um, and I think they came up in Ostium before, but not in a big way. This is, I think, the first big right. paradox that we we are confronted with. And I like that as I've been writing it, it hasn't been like, well, I want to play around with this time paradox this time now and use that and force it in there or whatever. It's always come just naturally with the characters doing whatever they're doing in the story developing. Um, and that way it's felt a lot more natural and unexpected, you know. Um, also, I think if I had gone with the regular Groundhog Day type of storyline, it would have got monotonous. Because I wanted to avoid just telling the same thing over and over and getting it, making it get boring, especially as a long episode. You know, there's a lot of listening. You don't want a bored listener. So I felt like this, again, because I'd established all these kind of individual unique places um, and seeing them in a new light, it kept it interesting. Definitely. And like I said before, the, the thing that... Um about Jake having a different view of what was going on in each episode. That was really appealing because as a listener, it's like, Oh, I'm getting more. It was like getting a behind the scenes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Each individual episode mm-hmm. from, from Jake's per- own perspective. Right. And it's again, one of these things that, I mean, as we're talking about it now, I'm realizing, Oh yeah, that makes total sense. It's good, that was a good move by me. And it's like, at the time it was just like, <laughs> I'm just writing the story. It's just doing its thing. But it, that's why these things are fun to, to show perspectives that I'm not always aware of or have necessarily thought of. So going, did you know at the end of season two where you were going with season three? Uh, not quite. I knew there was going to, what that wasn't it, put it that way. I knew there would be more and Jake would still be alive. But um, I think I had to, it wasn't until I wrote, I think after that, it's when I wrote the emu storyline and fit in Steve. Cause now that I knew, um, I think at that point I knew that Steve was Monica's son that it all tied in with Dave, um, that that's how I had to fit that puzzle piece in together and finish his little storyline and then realize, oh, I wait, and those are going to join up together. And then these are all going to come in eventually, slotting in place. I think probably more with going into season three, I had more worked out for how that season was going to go and then lead on to the next one. Okay. More so than, the, than the either of the previous ones. And I think because, again, knowing I was going into this long term with lots more seasons to come i needed to add more structure and foundation to the world to make sure to keep going i know the um maybe the first two or three episodes of season three mm-hmm. were i was like what where uh, it, it just i was like i have no idea what's going on right now but i think that was um uh that that solidified my 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 theory that comes to fruition about Jake mm-hmm. um, later on with the uh, things we find out in, in okay. season yeah. four Which, about Jake. Well, take your notes and we'll talk about him when we get to that. Um, <laughs> I will say I probably did know at this point um, going into season three, while I knew Jake would survive, I wasn't sure exactly how or what was going to get resolved with that. But I knew the first step I needed to do is now that I had revealed what why monica kind of had been doing these things i needed to give her full backstory her um to make sure that i think that characters didn't just be like okay well that's it i'm just never going to trust her again or like her again and she's dead to me or whatever you know i had to kind of rekindle everyone's like for her um through her backstory and through her reasoning and and her own kind of introspections over the next i think it was 
what I do? Six episodes, I think it was, from Monica's storyline with um, season two, I think, I mean, season three, I think it was. Um, and just have her telling her story, her backstory, filling in the world of the Ostium Network more and making everyone kind of realize more and also why she did what she did. I, I could go on about season three, but I, I, I know. Don't, but we'll we will do. <laughs> yeah, we'll save it. Yeah. <laughs> We've got a lot to talk about with that. Yeah. Um, but that's season two. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Hope you enjoyed our deep dive into the second season of Ostium. And we'll continue going into season three real soon. <laughs>